The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink is a podcast that combines amazing cocktails with the kind of infinite wisdom that can only come from a lifetime of poor decisions. So take a journey with everybody's favorite bartender. We can make some drinks, have some laughs, and who knows, you might even learn a thing or two. See you soon. Well, hey, everybody. It is old HRK here, everybody's favorite bartender, and it is time for another episode of The Perfect Drink. Uh, so it's week after Thanksgiving. I spent my Thanksgiving, I feel like I'm not centered on the camera. Let me move this way. Okay, there we go. I spent my Thanksgiving, uh, as I told you on the last episode, I was just going to kind of like find a local watering hole. Well, I certainly fucking did. I, uh, I went to a, a place in Crown Point called My, uh, my, my Buddies or Buddies and Pals. And uh, we sat there all day, watched football, drank a fucking zillion beers, and uh, got into a funny conversation. There was these two young kids in there by the end of the night. And they started talking with the bartender about squirting remember it's funny that like a week and a half ago i made a drink called the gentle squirt and now here i am talking about i don't know the the the, the stars aligned on that one but anyways God, i'm feeling a little under the weather of the day weather today i'm drinking some herbal tea um the the dudes were talking about the dudes and the bartender were talking about how squirt is pee and i strongly disagreed <laughs> no i was like no fucking way it is i said that's what people that's what girls say who don't know how to do it you know, but it is not because I dated one girl once in my life that could do it. I thought it was the most, and this is going to be a little bit of a sexual episode. And I, every time I fucking hear someone do something like this on a podcast or in comedy or whatever, it's the cringiest thing in the world to me. But the, these stories are funny. So I got to just like make you suffer through them. Um, and I'll try not to like use the, the gross words or anything, but it is what it is. It's going to be a little, a little, a little bit of a sexual episode. But anyways, um, I dated this girl once who could do it, and you know she would like do it all the time, like a fucking sprinkler all over the room. It was fun, you know. I, I, I liked it. I was like here for it, you know. It was a fun new experience for old HRK, and it didn't smell like pee, and it didn't feel like pee. It was warm. I'll give you that. But I just refused to believe it was pee. So I'm arguing with these people like. I'm arguing hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I'm like, let's fucking Google it. And I Googled it and Google uh, was on their side. <laughs> so, so I very begrudgingly gave them an apology. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so I was sorry to those guys. I was mostly sorry to myself for having that girl pee all over me in my bedroom all those years ago. <laughs> And, you know, guys don't even wash sheets. We just wait for that shit to dry. No, I'm just kidding. I washed them. I might. I, I don't remember. But um, so I bought him a shot and whatever. And uh, we made up and it was no big deal. It was real fun, actually. It was funny, actually. We were all laughing. But uh, it was a funny story. And, uh, you know, I uh, learned, learned a valuable life lesson. Um, yeah, fucking A, man. Um, <laughs> then, man, the next day, fuck, dude. The next day I woke up hung over his shit. I felt like a fucking bag of dicks. And I've been doing pretty good lately, I, like, like as I'm controlling myself, like not, you know, I've been talking for a while, like I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to like reel it in a little bit. But then, like I said, the Thanksgiving, I went like for 15 hours or something, something stupid and woke up the next day and I felt like shit and I had like a fucking epiphany. I don't know how else to explain it, but it just like occurred to me, man, the only thing in the world that is standing between me and anything I've ever wanted to fucking do or give a fuck about or be good at or whatever 
is these fucking 16 hour drinking days, you know? Um, I, like I said, I, you know, the last few weeks prior to that, I had really reeled it in. So, I mean, like I can go, like I could go to the bar and work on the podcast and have some coffees and then switch to beers, have a few beers and then go home or have some red wine. I've been drinking red wine. That's a real good way to like drink slow and still feel like you're drinking and having a little fun, but you're not like, God, my, my, I got a little cold. I keep itching my nose. I'm sorry. Um, you still feel like you're drinking, but you're not like getting, you know, idiotic. Um, so anyways, the point is like I had this epiphany and I was just like, man, I got to stop this. Like I got to stop. So, you know, this is old HRK making a pact to all of my friends out there. Uh, no more fucking no more binges, man. You know, I mean, I host a podcast where we rip shots and drink cocktails and have Michelob Ultras. So obviously my plan is not to never drink again. That would be fucking ridiculous. And I know that I can do it because I've been doing it for a few weeks. And then I just had one little, I'm going to, and I planned on it. It was a planned binge. It's not like, you know, it's not like I fell off the binge wagon. I knew I was going to do it, but I'm just not doing it anymore. No more fucking 16 hour days of just going hard, man. Those, it's just, it, 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 it lays me up for three days in a row, you know, unless I wake and The only way I feel better is if I wake up the next day and do it again, you know, and obviously that's fucking counterproductive. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This is my, this is my vow to you, uh, for old HRK from the bottom of his heart, no more, no more fucking sixteen-hour drinking binges, man. Uh, we're gonna drink responsibly. We're gonna enjoy it. We're gonna enjoy the people around us, or in this case, no one at all. And uh, and then we're gonna, you know, reel it in, drink some waters, go to bed, and uh, wake up healthy and happy. And that's the plan. I'll let you know how it goes next week. We'll see if I can go a week without doing it. That'll be fun. That said, uh, let's get into ribbon shots. All right, Willard. Sorry, I had to step out and blow my nose real quick. It's like a little cold. So with the cold, I uh, for ripping shots today, I just poured a fucking shot of Jack Honey in my tea. So it will be a hot toddy, if you will. And uh, yeah, it's tasty. You know, whatever. It tastes like tea. Probably not the smartest thing to do when you're not feeling well, but you know, the show must go on. So today for ripping shots, I was with the, in honor of like the squirting and all that. I and then I've seen these. I've been seeing these like these like BDSM te- these like kink tests on TikTok. People are like I took a kink test and here's what I found. And then there's like a link to take your own whatever. So uh, so for the for the second half of the show, I'm going to talk about. I took a kink test. And I'm going to talk about my results because it's pretty funny. But for the first half of ribbon shots, I just asked people what's the what's the freakiest thing you've ever done. Now again, I'm, I'm I got one day left on my fucking third. My third consecutive 30-day Facebook ban. Actually, this one might have been 60 days because I got two 30s and then maybe a 60. I don't know. But I couldn't post the poll question, so I had to, like, message people individually. (laughs) And this is, you know, like, just some rando dude messaging you, like, hey, what's the freakiest thing you've ever done? (laughs) That's, like, like one step below dick pic level uh, skeeziness. But there are people that I know listen to the show, and like I so was like, hey, this is for the podcast, Paul, I can't post the poll question, blah, blah, blah. And I had, I had like six or seven or eight people get back to me. Uh, there were some honorable mentions, but three three uh, made the cut, so so here we go. Uh, first one, I'm not going to do names, because, you know, I don't know, these people might not <laughs> whatever, I'm not going to do the names. But the first girl said, uh, I don't get weird, but I did S a guy's D in the confessional at church. He then went back to his wife and started a cult. 
must have been a hell of a BJ, girl. <laughs> Could you imagine you're having a, you're, 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 you're dating a guy who's like left his wife. <laughs> you're like, let's get super crazy. <laughs> you blow him in the confessional at church and he has a coming to Jesus moment. <laughs> And uh, decides he should go back to his wife and then start a cult. That's amazing. That's <laughs> a great story. Uh, next one. Um, next one. Uh, was The girl said. Um, she said she. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. This girl said. I dated an engineer. She said. She was like, I should let you know. I dated an engineer for a toy company. Um. So they, she said, I should let you know I dated an engineer for a toy company. And then she was like, followed that up with like all these red room stories and shit that they were into. He tied her to some wheel and spun around. I don't fucking know. But uh, my thing that stood out to me about that is the engineer for a toy company that, you know, is most, your, most of your uh, customers are women is a dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is a dude engineering a fucking female's toy? Am I crazy? I feel like if someone was going to engineer a hand job toy, I would want it to be a guy. <laughs> I mean, I know. The only good hand job I've ever had was given to me by myself outside of prison and fucking, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't think guys have any business de designing women's toys. But, you know, I don't know. I suppose how hard can it be? It's a fucking, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, whatever. So she, uh, so she did some Red Room stuff. I uh, had some honorable mention like, threesomes and uh used my toy on him speaking of toys you know that that's that's always fun uh when aunt peg comes to visit and then the fucking grand champion the one that takes the cake uh laura oh fuck <laughs> i said <laughs> well there's a lot of lauras in the world it could literally be anyone but she said when i got divorced when i first got divorced I was in a real hoe phase. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not uncommon. <laughs> you know, girls always, you know, the fastest way to get over one guy is to get under another guy, is what is what the what the ladies say. Um, she went through a real hoe phase, and she said she dated this guy that would want her to go bang other dudes and have them, you know, <laughs> fill her up. <laughs> gonna be cringy i don't know man i'm doing my best and then she would like run home to this dude and he and like essentially sit on his face you know what i'm saying <laughs> now uh that is not my thing i feel like the girl is the winner in that scenario <laughs> you know like, like listen if uh you know <laughs> if you ever need a guy to be the other guy <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst job in the world but the second guy who's getting his face set on, I don't know, man, hard pass. Hard fucking pass. But like I said, everybody's got their, everybody's got that. That's the freakiest shit I ever heard. <laughs> so, you know, you win. You win, girl. Uh, that's it with ripping shots. It was a real doozy. It was a fun one for me. And uh, let's make this cocktail. Today's cocktail, in honor of my discovery about squirting and what it really means, is called the golden shower. A golden shower is an ounce of vodka. We're using Dillinger vodka, obviously. It calls for orange juice, but we're going to use orange juice, banana, pineapple juice, uh, because pineapple juice. Because in honor of that guy who's drinking all that, 
all that jizz out of that girl's cooter. Because doesn't pineapple juice like make it taste better or something? I don't know. And then bananas, obviously, because that's the sexiest fruit, you know. The banana is to the fruit world what the eggplant is to the to the vegetable world. So so orange banana pineapple juice calls for a little lemon juice. I don't fucking have lemon juice, and I'm not going to the store. So we're gonna use a little lime juice and uh, about a half an ounce, three quarters of an ounce of triple sec. You're gonna shake this bitch up, and you're gonna pour it over fresh ice. Let me fill up my cup here. Sorry for all the loud noises. My goodness, this is like. What's that ASMR or something like that? Where like you, where you like sounds or something? Like it's like a recording of people chewing. You're gonna pour this over fresh ice. Good lord! It look it's yellow. It's amazing. It looks like pee. Doesn't look like squirt. Squirt was not yellow, so don't tell me it's pee. Google, fuck you. I don't believe Google. I stand by it. That girl didn't pee on me. I don't give a shit. And then you're gonna top this baby off with some ginger ale. Let's give her a little taste. The golden shower. Here's to uh, here's to all you guys that didn't know when you were getting squirted on that you were getting golden showered. It's a good drink. It'd probably be better with lemon juice than lime juice, but use lemon juice. That's all, and it's not bad. Really refreshing. Probably a good summertime drink, or like if you get squirt in your mouth and you need to rinse it out, this would be a good one to wash it down with, or some other dude's fucking sp- skeet. <laughs> Okay, okay. So old HRK decides that uh, the for this episode it would be fun to take the kink test. I take this kink test that I keep seeing on uh, on fucking uh, TikTok. So I go to the bar where like I you know I'm, I'm writing out the podcast and then I take the kink test on my laptop at the bar. Well, obviously the fucking screen on the kink test is covered with like pictures of whips and chains and stuff. And dudes keep fucking walking behind me and probably wondering what the fuck's wrong with this dude who's got all this weird shit on his computer. But that's not the worst part. The worst part is I get into this test, right? And it's a lot of questions like, you know, you, you basically it's like strongly agree, agree, you know, middle disagree, strongly disagree, never or something like that. And it would be like, you know, I like to be choked. I like to choke. I like to whatever. You know what I mean? So whatever, I'm going through the test, I'm doing my strongly agrees, my I don't give a fucks, whatever. And about halfway through the test, this test starts to really feel like <laughs> like it's just screening to catch like fuck to, to like red flag like fucking pedophiles and serial killers to like the FBI. These questions are like a lot of age like I like to I like to dress up like a baby and then it's like I like my partner to dress up like a baby. It was a lot of baby stuff and like little kid stuff which was kind of gross, and I just, like, disagree, disagree. That's not my thing, you know, whatever. And then there was a lot of, like, cage lockup, you know, I'd like to be locked up, and I like to lock people up, and, like, it wasn't, like, you know, tie up with, like, furry handcuffs that are soft and fun. It was, like, fucking, you know, it was pretty intense. So I'm going through this test, and I'm just, like, disagree, 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 trying to not get fucking flagged by the FBI as a potential serial killer, which I am not, FYI. But the point is, it was very uncomfortable, and it was pretty much just like a BDSM test. I thought it was like going to get into more stuff than that, but that's all it really was. Um, and as it turns out, <laughs> I will share my results with you. There were some weird terms in there. I had no fucking clue what they were, but anyway, <laughs> anyways, I don't know. You know, all that tying up, I, <laughs> I've like I, I've like dabbled in the in the tie up stuff before. 
Uh, it's for, for not for me. No one's ever fucking tying me up. I don't give a shit. But like, if you know, if, if you want me to do that to you, I don't care. You know, it's not my thing. But I, yeah, whatever. You know, if you enjoy it. But uh, you know, if I ever, if I, <laughs> if I was ever married or like, if I ever was like in a serious relationship where, the, where like, it was like, hey, let's do the tie up thing. The best part about that, I would just tie the girl up and like go to the bar, <laughs> go out for like you know the night. <laughs> Come home fucking hammered and just pass out next to her. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. But uh, any fucking ways. Um, 87% dom. I'm an 87% dom. Uh, I just don't like, I don't, I, that applies to all facets of my life. I don't like being told what to do. That's why I'm a bartender instead of working in corporate America. Um, you know what I mean? I do a podcast. And, like, I don't like following rules i don't get bossed around so that's all that is i don't think that has anything to do with with the sexual preference i think i'm just a jerk who does who wants to do whatever the fuck he wants uh 83 degrader uh <laughs> so i you know i don't know yeah i like name calling i don't think there's any uh any i don't think there's i don't think there's any uh confusion about that 62 percent brat tamer i don't know what that is but uh i'd rather be a brat tamer than a, a brat a brat you know what I mean? So I guess that's not so bad. 52% voyeur. Uh, I am not like, that's not my thing at all. But there was like, I only remember one question on there. And it was like, you like looking at naked people or something like that. And I was like, well, sure. You know, naked people are fun. So that was like, that was, that was what got, that got me 52. It was like my fourth highest thing was voyeur. And I'm not like, you know, trying to stand outside people's windows, watching them bang. I'm certainly not into like watching, you know, there's like that stuff out there where you want to, you want to be like a cuck if you will, <laughs> what a stupid word. Um, that's none, none of that's my thing. So I disagree with that one. I think they just asked me one question about if I like naked people. And I was like, yeah, naked people are cool. Um, then I got 44% vanilla. <laughs> so I feel like that's pretty high. That's like the thing saying you're kind of a fucking nerd. Um, maybe I am, I don't know. But I was also scared to answer some of the questions as to not get flagged by the FBI. So I don't know, but I'm, I'm I don't know, 44% vanilla. Uh, 40% rigor I don't know what that is But it sounds like yeah, I don't know it Sounds kind of cool So whatever I'm a rigor um, And then And then one I was 1% Wait no I was 4% 4% rope bunny I don't know what a rope bunny is But it sounds bad So I'm glad I'm only 4% rope bunny <laughs> It's like being 4% Like 4% German <laughs> Nobody wants to be German. <laughs> Nobody wants to have ancestors that were that were fucking, you know, well, whatever, you know what I'm saying. And then uh, I'm 1% slave. Um, so, you know, that this kind of turned into like a 23 and me feeling, you know, 1% one per, one percent uh, of me wants to be wants to be some girl's slave. I think that's like I feel like everybody gets 1% of like that's like the whitest white guy in the world gets his 23 and me back and he's like 1%, you know, African. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, you probably had ancestors that lived along the Mediterranean. There was probably like one dude who was kind of the black sheep of the family and like to go from port to port and, you know, bang, uh, bang, uh, the, you know, I don't fucking know. You, Lithuanian, no, that's Europe. Uh, what's that? What's the one? Ethiopian. <laughs> Ethiopian broads. I don't fucking know. Whatever. That joke really got away from me. But uh, yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. Uh, I think for the most part, the ones that stand out the most, are 44% vanilla, fuck you, kink test, and, um, you know, 
4% rope bunny because I don't know what the fuck that is, but I'm glad it's only 4%. Uh, with that, I don't know, man. It feels like a quick one. I feel like we're only about 15 minutes in. Probably because I'm not shit-faced because, you know, we don't do that thing around here anymore. Uh, let's make this last call for alcohol. Fuck it. All right, folks, to sum things up, if you've ever been squirted on, you've been peed on. (laughs) Uh, My days of 16-hour drinking binges are over. You heard it here first. Those days are behind me. I'm a responsible drinker from now on. I'm a productive member of society. And I think that's going to be what gets this podcast to uh, the upper echelon of uh, stupid podcasts about uh, getting peed on. And finally, uh, you know... As kinky stuff goes to each their own. You want to fucking be a rope bunny, be a rope bunny. You want to be vanilla, be vanilla. Just find someone else that is whatever the fuck the opposite of a rope bunny is so they can rope bunny you up and do rope bunny things. With that, this is old HRK signing off, saying uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you next time when I'm sober on The Perfect Drink. Thanks for listening to The Perfect Drink. Remember, you can always hear me first on Be Positive Radio every Monday at 1 p.m. If you miss me there... All episodes are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might listen to your podcasts. Be sure to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you're interested in being a guest on the show or you just want to tell me how much you like me, feel free to send me an email at hrkpresents at gmail.com or just slide into my DMs like your mom does. See you next time.